Yo, what is going on, everybody? This is Nathan Payne. I'm here with David the Truth. What up? <laughs> I put it in there for you, bro. Hey, bro. I love that. I love that. Hey, so for everybody that's watching this, you need to listen up because I got David on here. He's been wholesome for a while. And we're going to dive into how you just did. David, how much How much did you do this month? 70 grand, bro. Bro, how does that feel saying that right now, dog? It's new. It's kind of weird. It's almost like... If I'm being completely vulnerable and honest, it's like still getting past like whatever imposter syndrome or whatever. At the same time, it's like, I know that I really worked my ass off for of this course. and for these and, and these particularly that we're going to talk about too. Dude, amazing, amazing job, man. Uh, I think it's incredible and I'm glad to have you on here. Give us a shout out. This is live for everybody. We're also going to put on my podcast, but give us a shout out where you're watching this. Our, my goal in having you on here, man, is to not only get you out there to kind of let people know how you can help everyone out as you do deals, but also to so people can learn from you, right? Because we all got to learn from each other. I'm not at a point where I'm not learning every freaking day. And we're all, we all can just get so much out of each other. So that's why I want to have you on here. Congratulations, man. $70,000 plus amazing, amazing job. And if you're watching this from any other platform, come join the Facebook group, Painless Wholesaling Group. Make sure you're in here and so you can watch this and participate. But David, let's get to know each other a little bit deeper before we get into um, the deals and, you know, how you got in wholesaling. Tell me a little bit about yourself, man. Yeah, man. So obviously you see me here in the music studio. When I'm not, you know, doing deals, a lot of my my love and my passion goes to here. And this is also like I'm in a new world. So I just left my W-2 last month. I was working real estate for, you know, well over a year, year and a half plus before doing that. So I was in I was in purchasing. I kind of worked my way up at that company and started being able to handle more, which is kind of what I think helped me on the phones more. Um, okay. And even just number wise, because I was dealing with, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars, millions of dollars. And that was like, that was new to me. So it's like when I came into real estate, it's like, okay, 300,000, 500,000, even just that mindset of being able to kind of be there. Honestly, I feel like I, I kind of had a leg up because of the work I've been doing since I was pretty much a teenager. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm out here in Long Island, New York. I've done a shout out to Will and Shy at UNC Solutions. Um, I start off on their team through Sub2, shout out to Sub2 community. And I still work with them, work mm -hmm. in Dispo, but I started doing acquisitions with them. Did, you know, more than five plus deals with them. And that's kind of how I got going. And I still work with them on the Dispo side. But now I'm starting to build out my lead generation for Long Island because I've always wanted to be out here. I love it. It's my home. I always plan to have a home base here, even if I'm not literally going to always live here. Right. I think of myself as maybe living in, you know, I love, I love, love the, especially now where I'm at, it's like abundance of like, maybe go to Arizona for a little bit or maybe go oh, to Arizona. Arizona's big for wholesaling. You know that. Arizona is big. And uh, yeah, man, so that's kind of where I'm at. Um, me, uh, my girl, my dog in our, you know, one bedroom apartment, just plugging away. Let's get um, it. <laughs> getting to a place now where uh, we'll be able to do a little bit more. And, you know, life is just changing right now, honestly. So Dude, it's all new. Amazing. I'm proud of you, man. So you're at your studio. Is that is that a... Is that like in your apartment or you got, you got no, another? No, this is uh this is my separate, this is a separate studio we have here. Um, um we all chip in, bro. So I'm super lucky, bro. Like honestly, yeah. I come here just to be grateful. Bro, like I don't even want to say I like we all chip in, so we pay like a hundred dollars each. Wow. But like my other members, like they don't live as close and most of them mm -hmm. here. So like I come here all the time, especially now that my W2 is gone. Like yes. I use this as like my, you know, making calls. So it's such a blessing, bro. Like, and I've had this place for three years, so it gets me excited. And you probably hear my voice like, oh, I'm pumped for you, bro. That's awesome. I've been 
like manifesting this for a long time. And every day, like I would talk to my band members, like, I just want to be in the space during the daytime. Like if I could do that, that's a dream because I already know that means I, that means I'm not at my job. That means like I have time. That means I'm being more creative. So like literally that's why I wanted to have this here too. Like I was at my yeah. house before I was like, let's go here because the studio is the vibe. And yeah. it's like all bring manifesting together from like years of what that 70,000 looks like. Cause a lot of people are like, yeah, 70 bam, easy wholesale. It's like, yes, I appreciate it. And like, there's a way to make things easier, but like, the easy part, like, <laughs> yeah, I'm still figuring out the easy part. You know what I mean? Well, bro, that's that's the thing, though. Like, people see the highlight reel, right? They see that you you've dropped those checks, and that's awesome. That's awesome you did that, and you show us your results. But they don't don't see the blood, sweat, and tears, and what it took to get to that, right? To what it's what it took to to learn those skill sets that got those deals done. Am I right? Hundred percent. And even like we were just talking before, uh, right before this started, like it felt weird posting those checks. Mm -hmm. And it was like even my background, my family, where I come from, like it's like don't post that. What are you crazy? <laughs> like that's why I didn't even tell them I'm doing. You know, yeah. I honestly was doing real estate over a year before I started telling my loved ones because I just needed that momentum and I didn't want any energies getting thrown and any doubts. It's important. Um, it, it was like especially for me and being honest and like. I only, I just told everybody recently, like, because I knew I was going to close a couple deals mm -hmm. um, and they've been supportive, but at the same time, like, you'd be surprised, like everybody loves you and will say how great, like they believe in you, mm -hmm. but like nobody believes in you until literally you do what you say. Yeah. No matter, like even your mom, like who loves you to death, your like girl, your wife, your yeah. girl, your wife, like your, your neighbors, your best friends. They don't believe you until you do it, you know? And, and still they doubt sometimes. They're like, still, let's let's do it again. Damn. <laughs> yeah, man. Amazing. And dude, what you just said, I want everyone to just really hone in on what you just said. You kind of kept it a little on the low key before um, you kind of let everyone know. I read a book called 10X is Easier Than 2X. And it talks about how sometimes letting people know what you want to do can be a deterrent. It can stop you from like achieving that because a lot of people will bring you down. So it doesn't, you don't always need to seek approval. Yeah. So I, I get what you're coming from. And that's what I think a lot of people are like that, bro. They're like, let me, let me get there. And then I'll tell people, you know, and that's kind of yeah. how it was in the beginning too. You know what I'm saying? I hear um, that. And, and someone like me was kind of more on the, the empathetic side, mm -hmm. you know, that's something to be more aware of, especially when you lean towards that. If you're leaning towards more the narcissistic side, like, you'll be okay, mm. but you need to bring that empathic in. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and for me, dude, I had a hard time kind of like letting people know my results in the beginning too, when I started doing it. So I've been coaching for about almost two years now. And when I first started posting checks and letting people know about my success, I was like, man, I feel like a, a freaking phony or I feel like, a, like I'm just bragging. I'm, that's like not cringy. my style. You know, and and the thing is, you find out that when you're allowed and you tell people what you do, just support comes your way and you're able to help more people out. So right now, David, the truth right here, you're going to be able to help out more people by kind of going out and just saying, hey, this is how I did. And that's for everybody watching, you know, so don't be afraid to be loud and, and don't and just be aware. Some people might doubt, but don't don't let them stop you, you know. And that's the only way I'm here literally right now. That's why it's so exciting. You know, it's like, should I post it? Boom. Nathan's hitting me up to do a podcast. I'm like, bro. And, you know, like I'm low-key fanboy and Nathan too, because as soon as I jumped into TTP, I connected with him and bro, like, I, like, I feel like we just started taking action right away. Like, you're like, yo, check this program. I'm like, boom, check this program. <laughs> check this CRM. I'm like, boom, I got to do it. So when you're gaining momentum with certain people, like just go more towards that. Like, especially people like Nathan, like that's the energy you're looking for. And if you want some other energy, you could go somewhere else. But like, yes, I, I already know the good energy is coming to this, to this spot.
bro, you're manifesting, you're saying it, and, and it's so true. Let me kind of give you an experience I just had today. So I, I joined, you know, Jerry, do you know Jerry Norton? Oh, of course. Okay. All right. And you yeah, know, bro. you're in a sub too, right? So I joined Jerry Norton's program like two years ago, right? His mentorship. And my thing was like, bro, I don't really even care what necessarily he's got to teach me when I join the program. I just want to get tight with Jerry. Like I want him to be my mentor. So fast forward now, like me and Jerry are tight. I help him on his calls. And I just today, I just with Pace Morby and Jerry Norton, I just set up a meetup next week in Utah that I hold, bro. Ooh. Look at that. <laughs> ah, nuts? ah man that's what i'm saying so like because we're you're doing the thing you were talking obviously you're gonna get you're gonna go up level up level up that's just how it is you put yourself out there things happen in the universe so everybody that's watching david is a great example of like what where it's at you do a couple of deals you let people know you help people out and you keep it going you keep the momentum and you're always willing to give out give give to others so amazing job man so we want to dive a little bit into um some of those deals maybe some cool stories how it went down but uh we got some people from the facebook group you know giving you shout outs man uh we got congratulations from lovington new mexico we can't see exactly who's writing that but um facebook we user, shout out Yes, yes, sup. And we got a guy right here saying, play us some guitar, bro. Can you do uh, that or, or would, is uh, that? Let's see. I don't know if I have the acoustic. To be honest, probably not too set up for. Uh, hey, don't even trip, bro. Right? Plug in right now, yeah. The fans want the fans want the good. They want the. What do you play by the way? Is it guitar, drum? I do play guitar, but I'm mainly on vocals. I'm the vocalist. Hey. Check out Listo Band at Listo Band. We slowed down for the last year, but we're about to come back, come back stronger. So, bro, here you go. Not only are you gonna do real estate, but you're gonna promote your band, dude. I love it. Listo Band is that what you said? Yeah, it's the name's Listo, but our handle's at Listo Band. L e a s t o. Is is that like on Instagram? Is that on uh, yeah, every, probably Instagram, everything? Facebook, Spotify, OnlyFans. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> you might even make money on there. You know, play shirtless or something. <laughs> Let me see about music though. I'm kind of curious. What kind of music do you play? It's a mixture of rock, hip hop. There's definitely funk and reggae. So I would say like kind of those two together. I'm a huge Molly fan. You mm -hmm. know, I'm a dreadhead. You probably can't see too much, but I got my dreads tucked away. You know, and I've always loved hip hop. So my style, I kind of like sing and rap. So I, I mesh those together. And vocals is like, man, that's a journey in itself. Like real estate's a journey, but vocal, because like entrepreneurship, it's like strips away everything. You know, yeah. you can't just rely on the guitar to make the sound. Like it's literally your voice. So if you're feeling shaky, you're feeling weird, everything comes out. Like there's no hiding in the voice, wow. especially like if you're just in the room, no reverb, which is like the extra echoey sound that makes it sound mm -hmm. like in a good room. But the other good thing is I can practice more than anybody Dude, because I practice in the car, I practice here. Yeah. Even now I'm practicing. I'm making sure that my diaphragm's full. So, Dang. Yeah. that that's an instrument is always with you that's that's sick because i don't know if you knew this but i owned a music venue in college for a, a little bit and i love music bro i had people i had bands come every friday and they'd play and i charge like five bucks a head it, i didn't make a lot of money i was in rexburg idaho in the middle of nowhere but it was fun dude it was had, we had a great time in utah uh, this was in Idaho, yeah. So oh, I Idaho. Was in college in Rexburg, Idaho. Every Friday, it was called Skizzies, and we would have music, and it was a music menu, and we would also sell cereal because I love cereal. <laughs> yeah, a cereal oh, bar. <laughs> Yo, don't you have like a bunch of cereals or something? I'm like visualing, like yeah, right. Like I posted some pics in the past, but it was it was a cereal bar where we had a bunch of cereals on the wall. Okay, great. Dollar, great idea. 
it was it was fun, dude. I didn't make a lot of money, but I had a good time. But I love music. I think it's amazing. So is is that something that you you might want to do? Um, well, obviously not not might not not the word might want to do. Is that what you're going to continue to do? Is that the goal or is it real estate? Tell me. Yeah, music is big. Um, I've been doing it for years and film. I have a bachelor's in film. So that's like my background. I, I was a videographer for many years, weddings, music videos, especially because my friends did music mm -hmm. um, and hip hop. So that's kind of how I got started. I was like in the background, like studying and watching, filming everybody's music videos, filming at the recording studio. And then only like maybe six or seven years ago, I started playing in a band um, yeah. and singing. I always did guitar and stuff. So I always, I would like maybe play on their tracks or something, but um, I was kind of in the background and yeah. So definitely music and film is like my heart. I, I take a writing class every two weeks still for film. Let's I'm writing ahead. this series right now that I've been working on for about a year and music big time. Yeah. So even the idea of music venues, I think of myself like that. We let's put on events and then of yeah. course it just excites me because let's connect in with real estate. Like, yeah, you know, I'm out in Long Island, so I'm even visualizing like my boy who has an Airbnb glass house. Like, they want to do a meetup. I mean, <laughs> maybe playing at that meetup or something. Like, I I love connecting all my things like that because that's like so satisfying to me because I have like a puzzle like mind. Mm -hmm. So when I can connect dots and things align, like that's where I'm I'm getting that satisfaction and that uh you know that meaning like deeper meaning in my life. Yeah. And my advice to you is, uh, this has helped me a lot is 10 X. If you got an idea, 10 X it, like just think even bigger. Right. So that's something that I've been doing. Cause normally I wouldn't be like, Oh, let me invite Jerry and, and, and paste to an event for an example. So when you're like, Hey, let's do a meetup in the glass house and I'm going to rock out for everybody. Like think big, like who can I invite? And, and it's just going to continue to grow. So awesome job, man. I love it. And, uh, dude, one thing we might be able to collaborate on later is I think making a music video about wholesaling or real estate would be dope. <laughs> oh hell yeah yeah so maybe we can work on something like that i got a buddy in atlanta that i was like hey um you should make a rap but you know about wholesaling i've seen actually seen some raps about real estate and they're pretty funny you've so seen the, the realtor the rapping realtor i just met him i don't know if you know oh, i didn't see he's him like he's out in cali he was cool man and it's like he's got like this realtor can you do something for me like and he has like he does like um what is what's it called like weird al used to do what's the word um, i know a parody or like yeah, a parody. Yeah, parody. Yep. So yep. He's done a few parodies and original, but yeah, man, I'm up for that, bro. Cause it's things like that, that are different that get people's attention. And as you know, as you do this business, as you market being different is important. You can't be like everybody else. You can't just be like the talking head. Everybody's like, Oh dude, I've seen thousands of those videos now. I'm forgetting about it. It's gotta be different. So just, we'll think about that, but let's dive right in. Tell me how to, it was three deals that accumulated uh, to 70 K, right? So it's really two. Um, for some reason they wrote two separate checks and then one, the lawyer like had it in escrow. So I guess he had to write me out like an additional check. Okay. Totally and get it. And then technically there was a little extra because, so this, so we can get a little bit into the deal. I'll give you the simple one first. Go ahead. Yeah. I think people all want to know. I think when people talk about deals, there's two things they want to know how you got the deal and like, where'd you find it? How'd you get it? And you yes. know, any, any stories getting it done. So Awesome part about these is referrals, which never expected in my life something like that to happen. Yeah, tell us And it that. only came because of, and this has probably happened to people, like a conversation that's not really anything that's like, okay, throw it out there. And then it connects and connects to another person. Right. So I got referred to a, a seller. So this is the, the big house I just did um, over here. This is my first Long Island deal. Congrats, and man. It was Tired Landlord 
50K tax lien. Tenants were in there, even though at the time, because I spoke with the tenants, they're like, yeah, we'll get out, no problem. Later on, that did not happen. They never get out, bro. They never get out on time. Not my experience. So honestly, this one is not, this was not a straight up wholesale deal. It started off that way, but like the beauty of like wholesale when you're learning, you learn. And then honestly, I, I joined TTP mm -hmm. and then things changed. So what happened was I was going to wholesale this originally. Right. Was going to be able to lock it up at, you know, 250 and then maybe sell it for 270, 280. Got it. Um, close. Right. So, but then what happened was, first of all, the seller didn't want to sell. So they decided to list it, even though I told them, bro, don't list it. Don't list that, bro. They listed it four months later, that tax lien, because now it's three years. So I don't know if it's the same everywhere else, but in New York, you could have three years tax lien before they'll take your house. Oof. So this is the third year tax. And that's why it's 50 K LI taxes are expensive mm -hmm. and they're even more expensive when you don't pay. So they're tax they'll tack on extra payments, fees and crap. Yeah. So it was like 48 K for three years. And as that was going out, of course, the seller's waiting for the realtor to, and I'm like, listen, the realtor, like, they're not going to probably find anybody for you. Mm -hmm. Well, the seller was down to like work with me instead. Perfect. And, but of course they signed a year long. So no. <laughs> that's, that's evil on that agent side, bro. They're, that's evil. I, and it's going to be evil because, and I, so I ended up relisting this mm -hmm. ultimately. And the agent told me they were probably trying to push for a short sale. Mm -hmm. They're trying to get you to a place where you, the seller had to do it. Mm. And that got me, you know, yeah. really Fire angry up. Yeah, because the whole reason I got into real estate was because I saw my family's assets get taken. Mm -hmm. I saw my grandma's piece of land in, in Pennsylvania get taken because of over $300. And then I saw her house in Queens get taken. That should have been like 500 K to the family, mm. not taken, but they did a reverse mortgage and not aware. So when it came to this, I was like, let's let, let's do it. I, I'm going to, I want to do the right thing. I want to do what's best. Mm -hmm. So I started talking to people and I realized that they're like, Hey, let, why don't you just like, you could buy this and like do sort of a burr. And mm -hmm. that was scary as hell, right? Because, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the first one, right? First yeah, birth. first one. I've done wholesale deals and I've done wholesale deals out of state. And I haven't done wholesale deals. Like, th yeah, this wasn't this wasn't a wholesale deal. So it was, Yeah, yeah. It, it sounds was, like you double closed it or you bought it. You took exactly. it down. Exactly. Yeah. So I was planning to hold it, put money into it, and then rent it. Mm -hmm. But honestly, as I started getting to the program, which is why, you know, shout out to everybody's coaching, like you included, mm -hmm. Brent. Because everybody where they're at is different. Of and course. it's like, I was like ready to leave my W2, especially because they left to North Carolina. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, for the last year and a half, I knew they were going to leave, which is why I got into real estate, like to prepare myself. Yeah. And so when it came down to it, it was like, okay, I could like relist this literally right now on the MLS, or I can spend another four months building permits maybe, and then funding more, right? And mm -hmm. If it's even going to sell and then you don't know what the market, right? Especially now. So I was like, okay, let me just, I'll buy it. Yeah. So I bought it. I paid the taxes. Let's go. Yeah. How'd you, and, how'd you come up with that money yourself? What did you have it saved up or did you get use hard money? Um, bro. So because I was going to buy it, mm -hmm. which is, this is a weird deal. I ended up doing a conventional loan. Oh, okay. And got the seller to give me a gift of equity. Oh, Okay. So that I'd have to pay PML ideally. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because they were literally going to lose the house and get nothing. And I was breaking that down to them. And if 
not that it felt good. It seems to be weird to say, but like I was just telling the truth. Yeah. And this is the type of thing I want to get investing involved with because it's like literally they can't list it. They're going to get hurt if they do because they're going to have to do a short sale. The realtor literally isn't going to do their thing. Not to S on realtors. I love them and they've killed it with me too. Yeah. But it wasn't going to happen. So as I got into it, and then, the, but the tenants wouldn't leave. And in New York, they have, if the tenant's been there more than two years, they have three months that they could stay there before you can act on an eviction. Wild, bro. Wild. So, <laughs> yeah. So I pushed on the eviction, got a lawyer. It was like, you know, 2100 just to set up to do the- Did, did um, you try cash for keys, by the way? Were you like, I hey, did, guys? bro. I offered four grand. And they and, didn't get out. <laughs> and, which is stupid because they ended up not- getting anything yeah yeah except sure. they kind of got free rent all i guess technically Can so you believe that i can't believe people are like that man this like bro this changed like my life this experience mm -hmm. because you hear about it and you can't believe it and then the same people because bro like not to like diving into the story because there's so much that happened it's good man it's good we like it so this tenant was subleasing to two other people <sighs> so and i didn't even know their name so i had to like skip trace slash guess on who I'm putting on the eviction. Luckily, I got it right. This is wild, bro. This is, <laughs> this is crazy, right? So I'm like guessing on the eviction who I have to do. So I'm like, and at the same time, like I'm kind of, I'm like being cool with them. And I'm like, bro, like you're going to make me evict you. And these are type like hood dudes. Mm -hmm. So it's like with type hood dudes, like if you're going to like start going the threat way, they'll just hit you harder. So like, I'm not even trying to go in there and be like, yo, like I'm going to have to kick you out. And yeah. that's what happened. Be cool about it. Yeah. I tried to, bro. And I lost my cool a little bit. And they flipped on me. Then they freaked out and they're like, they just bugged out. They're like, what you think you're gonna come in? Bro, you know what the, you know what he said to me? Yeah. He's like, what's gonna happen? Like, because this guy was playing tent, playing landlord because he's subleasing. So he's not really investing, but in yeah. his mind, he's the investor. And he has the audacity to say to me, yo, like, if you come in here buy the house and sell it and make money, I'm going to lose out. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> like bro, you don't own this. So he rented, he rented it out from the actual renter and subleased it to his homies or whatever. He was house hacking because he lived there too. Oh, got it. Okay. And then was like paying his amount and then paying rent with like whatever he got from them. But he wasn't making enough payments, obviously. He stopped making payments when he knew the house was getting sold. Oh gosh. Okay. And so the seller lost their last month and then I offered cash for keys. They didn't want to do it. And so I followed, I filed the eviction. It was going to take three months. Had the, had the attorney start going on it. They put it out there. They got the mail. I, I think they got the mail because their tone changed, but this took, you know, over a month. Right. So as this is happening, I got to pay holding. There's other things popping up, right? So it's yeah, like, you already took this thing down, correct? You already own it. Exactly. I closed on it in February. Got it. But this is, this is kind of, I'm telling you like right before the close, technically, I, I'm kind of mixing and matching with my story. Oh, dude, it's all good, man. I get it. I'm following. And if yeah, you're following, dude, hey, call David up. He's you know, got hit me up and I'll, I'll re-explain it because <laughs> I, I experienced this in depth. Yes. And I, I learned a lot from it. So... What happened was we, so tenants didn't want to get out and we filed with the eviction. The tone started changing on the tenants. He was like kind of mm -hmm. cool and then disappeared. MIA. Yeah. Went to Dominican Republic and disappeared. Not only that, but he was still subleasing to the other people who I don't have contact with. 
Mm-hmm. I finally got contact with the subleaser because I finally got the first tenant out who was like now being cool because I evicted him, even wow. though he was the same dude cursing me out after we were like homies for a second. Yes. Yeah. You know, and so now he's out, but now the subleasing tenant, he didn't want to get out. And he also just left and went to the Dominican Republic. So these dudes switched. <sighs> They're not even related. So he now goes to the Dominican Republic. I can't get in contact. I can't get in the house. Inspectors are calling. Appraisals are calling. People want to know. And I'm not trying to tell them that the ten- about the tenants because that spooks everybody, yeah. especially appraisers like or whatever. And I'm new, so I'm like trying not to say exactly because I don't know what it's going to affect. What will happen. Yeah, yeah. Which it does affect stuff. Even though you try to talk to me like, oh, what does this mean? You don't really know until the end. Like, mm-hmm. Not everybody's going to tell you up front you know what's gonna happen so we ended up the the tenant like after correspondence and i could probably go another hour on like just the tenants because Mm -hmm. they left and then came back i'm testing them i'm whatsapping (laughs) they're like yo my dad is sick and blah 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 i'm gonna move out so they came back they finally moved their stuff or most of their stuff out but we're Mm -hmm. still there and bro like this is like three months in and now we can't do the eviction because the courthouse went on fire. Oh my gosh, bro. You're kidding. The courthouse went on fire for real. So the courthouse went on fire. The lawyer calls me. We're going to have to push the eviction. Uh, We're going to have to push the eviction date. Who's, who's lighting this on fire? I'm sure it's, it was, I don't know if it was them, but somebody that want to extend their, their process. Yeah. Right. It was the agent trying to get a short sale. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> man. So we can't file the eviction. I'm not trying to tell the tenant this, because they're still spooked and I'm like, bro, I need you out. Like, I think it was April. Mm-hmm. Like, I need you out April. And so they're not getting out. We're already getting into May. They finally leave, but they didn't take all their stuff. And I'm legally not allowed to move their stuff. <sighs> legally, a sheriff is supposed to come and move their stuff after the court date, which can't happen because the court went on fire. My goodness. So finally, and at this time, insurance is calling because mm-hmm. I own the house now. Yeah, yeah. And they want to see the house. And then that became an issue because insurance. So technically for anybody who doesn't know, (laughs) when you buy a house, at least here, your insurance comes afterwards. So you're going to learn things after. So you might, you might have everything set, but then your mortgage insurance technically doesn't come until later. And then you might learn you have to repair stuff and repair the roof because they're not going to insure you. So now they're coming in, they're checking stuff and they're like, you got to repair this. So about 10 grand later, plumbing, heating, and then a little bit of roofing just to hold it while the process, because at this point, I'm still trying to get the tenant out, but technically I closed on it and I'm good to move forward, but I can't really get, it's hard to get people in there. And it's true. I get that. So I went to two meetups that kind of pivoted me. I went to an investor meetup and I went to a realtor meetup. So the realtor and the the investor meetup, which kind of, along with TTP, I'm doing this all at the same time, you know, momentum wise. And basically it comes to where I'm learning, Hey, like you can just put this on the MLS literally and resell it and make money. Right. Which was pretty accurate. The estimate was like 80 K, which ended up being 70, Mm -hmm. 70 automatically in my mind, I think 50 because taxes. So anybody doesn't know account for taxes, 70 looks great, but automatically I'm thinking 50 right away in my mind. Understandable. 
So uh, we ended up, you know, we closed on it. I closed on it in February. We're still getting tenants out. I relisted. So finally, timing just worked where the tenants finally got out. They didn't even know about the courthouse thing, but like I was just begging them every day. Finally moved their stuff out. So now legally, I'm able to go and change the locks. Now it's officially mine. Man, they got to change those rules in New York, bro. That, they're making too hard for you. It was pretty hard, man. So you can imagine now I'm four months almost past budget. So mm -hmm. now it's like, now am I going to start construction mm -hmm. another three months maybe, and then hold it and then relist. So it's like, I might have to hold this for seven more months. So at that point I was like, nah, bro, I need to, I need to leave my job too. I'm gaining momentum. Let me resell it. So that's ultimately what happened. I connected with a realtor who I knew honestly from mm -hmm. a video gig that I did almost over 10 years ago. And I saw him that he was doing a meetup and I was like, let me go see him. And I went to the meetup. I paid for the VIP, which was like $500, mm -hmm. which connected me. I, I met two more investors. One, two of the biggest investors here in Long Island. I met reverse Amazing. wholesale. That's and good. at yep. that time we're talking and we, we meet. So honestly, bro, like, and I, was, I, I feel like I'm yelling cause I'm like amped up. Yeah. 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 You get it. It's just all happening at once. And then I'm, as I'm talking to realtors at the meetup, they're like, yo, you can make money just right now. And I'm like, that's what the investors said. So I was like, you know what? I'm all in on relisting this on the MLS. So that's what I did. I relisted it on the MLS. We had a few offers come in. And then honestly, that was like a two, three months process in itself, which I could probably talk another half an hour on because things came back. And when you sell on the MLS, it's not like a cash buyer. It has to you know, for conventional uh, finance, it has to approve. So I had to yeah. put a little bit more money into the property. I had to make sure it was, you know, cleaned. So I got the landscaping company who, who cleaned it to also do a clear out, sweep everything. But ultimately I feel like everything was worth it. Cause I learned a hell of a lot. Dude, and it sounds so like you, you got a full two, 10 year education out of that. Yeah. <laughs> I really did. And there's so many people. That's why, like, I thank so many people when I posted it because, like, it's not just my win, bro. This is Nathan's win, too. Like, everybody listening, that, for real, bro, like, from my heart, like, yo, man, shout out to you because this doesn't happen without the same momentum uh, from Investor Thrive, from Nathan, from his ideology of reverse wholesaling, which honestly got me thinking, which got me thinking to, like, bro, sell this and get back into wholesaling, which <laughs> is literally what happened. So now what I'm doing, I'm hitting uh, driving for dollars heavy, setting up with launch control, hitting them heavy. And you need a website to set up launch control just so people know. Yeah. And an EIN number. So I have the EIN. By, by the way, the, with you got auto, you got the MLS, uh, sorry, the, the CRM I told you about. They I can. You can do a website through that. Um, yes, you can. Yeah. So and your boy, your boy talked. Um, is his name Brandon? My bad. Uh, I think it's Brent. Brent. Um, yes. Either I can't remember. Brad. One of the bees. You know, one of the bees. Chad type names. I think it's Brad. Yeah. Brad. <laughs> and yeah. So Otto, shout out to you again, bro, for hooking me up with that CRM, and which which we can go into more, like, because I'm already actively reaching out to agents and MLS offers. That'll, on that'll that. help you out a ton, dude. Straight Literally up. daily. So that was one of the checks, um, two of the checks, honestly. And yeah, bro. So that's what happened. And then there's another Florida land deal in there. But yeah, that's that's what happened with that one, bro. So I'll, I'll kind of digress there because. I said a lot. Hey, that was good. I think the the more detailed, the better, right? Because people, they're like, oh, this did it, guy didn't make it up. And when we first, I started promoting this, I was just like, hey, wholesaling is not a scam. See why? So you basically just went in. You're just like, hey, I had to go through all this to get it done. 
but I learned a ton and that's, that's eight months, everybody. Yeah. And that's important. So that's the thing too. Sometimes deals, you can get a deal that closes in 14 days. You can get a deal that closes in a year. You know, I've been following up with this guy named buddy. He's a deal. Uh, I've been talking to him for like two years about his house that he's trying to get through probate. Dude, when that happens, it'll be maybe like a 30 K deal. But, and when I post there, I talk about people like, wow, you made that. But again, it's not so much about, you know, I did it real quick. It's just like you, you're learning as you go. You're improving as you go, you know? Yeah. It's not like illusion of overnight success, you know? Yes. Yeah. Minus like, like the, you know, hundreds, thousands of hours, like, you know, 6 a.m. before work or after work and, you know, your girl being upset or like your boy's like, what's going on? And your family like, what's going on? Especially because they don't know what you're doing and like, yo, you're being shady. It's like, no, nah, like I'm literally building wealth for everybody here. Yeah, man. And and congratulations to you again. And that's the thing is like people, they, when you're on social media, you see the highlight reel of, of everybody, right? So everyone kind of compares. They're like, oh man, look at that. That's working. But they don't understand that, you know, it takes time to master skill. We're not trying to just do something overnight because everybody will do it. We're doing something that's going to, it's a skill set that we can take forever, right? For the rest of your yeah. life. Yeah, man. You can't fight the laws of the universe. That that's like a theme that I've been going with more and more, especially with coaching. Shout out to this side. Marlon Johnson, Marlon Mindset. Uh, that's just been reoccurring over and over. Like, like gravity. Like you can't fight gravity. Good luck. Yeah. I mean, you might with a couple billion dollars or whatever, you know, NASA wise, but I mean there's just certain laws that you can't get away from. And I think consistency and, and energy and going out there and making things happen, like you can't get away from that. Relationships, building relationships, like you can't do it without it. Dude, and, and look at what you did there that helped you make that decision. I advocate and I say, get in the room of people that are smarter than you. Always be the dumbest person in the room, right? And you went in there, you joined those real estate meetups in your local area, and you said, hey, this is what I got going on. And those guys gave you advice. You're definitely putting yourself in, in the right rooms, and that that's how you progress. That's that's what you're following exactly what I do, what I, I've been following, what others have done. It's not, we're not making stuff up or we're not just make, making it up yeah. as we go. We're, we're literally following the footsteps of success, right? A hundred percent. And you got to do what's best for you because like for somebody else, that would have been a great hold because it was like $500, $600 cash flow in New York. Mm -hmm. And that's yeah. like real cash flow because I got it low. But yeah. bro, like, do I want $600 a month with potential, you know, a 20K, 30K repair in some way? Or do I want freaking 70, 60K plus like, can leave my job and now put that money back into wholesaling. So like hundred percent or else I would have held it. Good thing. I went to the rooms. Good thing. I talked to Nathan. Good thing that happened or else I'd be not in a good position. I wouldn't be talking to you right now. I wouldn't be this. Like my energy wouldn't be this lifted. I'd be stressed. Mm -hmm. I'd be dying for the next deal. I'd be like, yo, my job, like working remotely. They're mad at me. I have no leverage. I wouldn't have even been able to leave my job with the dignity in the way that I did. Mm -hmm. Like so much came of that because Bro, I'm so grateful. Like, yeah. man, yeah, that, bro. let the world know. Let the world know. I love it, man. Well, everybody, I'm so proud of you, David, man. I, I think it's amazing. And and you're, you got the tools. You know what you got to do. Go out there, continue, make it known. And I think me having you on here, and I think you just continue to be louder about what you do is your next step, man. Continue to do your game. Tell people how you did this deal. Let other people come to you and say, hey, David, man, I got a deal just like the one you did in Long Island. I don't know what to yeah. do. And you're going to say, hey, let's, I can help you through it. Let's split it. You'll split this JV on it. There you go. This is the yeah, opportunity that comes. That's why I made sure to put my number right here. If anybody you see, feel free to hit me up. I mean, this is, this is challenging. And I just got off the phone with a really cool investor 
who is like collaboration over competition. And I think that's what we need to all do here, you know? Yes, sir. Well, hey, man, keep sharing your wins with the group. This has been in the Facebook group, but wherever I got a platform, if you got to share a win, you do it. I'll I'll, I'll hype you up, man, because I'm proud of you. And that's that's all. That's what I want to be. I want to be like a conduit. I want to be like a place where I can help others grow. You're doing it, bro. Literally doing it right now, for real. No BS, no scam, like truth. Yes. And shout out. Let let Jerry know I said hello. You know. <laughs> yes, yes, bro. I'm in Puerto Rico. I got family out there, so you know. We'll yes. Each other. I'll say, hey, Jerry, yo, you gotta watch my pot, my interview, my podcast with the, the truth here, dude. Where maybe I maybe I get you on his show, dog. <laughs> uh, yeah, bro. All right. Thank hey, you so much, of course. Let's let's get ready to sign off. Anybody that's been watching this, of course, this has been the Facebook group. If you've been watching on other platforms, just join the Facebook group. We do stuff like this all the time. Reach out to David, the truth, right here. Uh, he's got his phone number. Hit him up if you got deals in um, Long Island. Uh, he's he's done land. He's uh, he knows how to deal with evictions <laughs> with the brothers. You know, he's got like, good attorneys too. Yeah, he's got attorneys. He's a great connection. So make sure to reach out to him. And if you are watching this and you're like, hey man, I did a deal. I want to talk about it. Hit me up. I'm down to help you out. I love talking about deals because personally, it pumps me up to see you get a deal. And anytime I, I'm assuming you feel the same way, bro. When you see, see someone get a deal, you're like oh, all day. Okay. And anytime I'm not, you got to check that. You got to check that. Why, why don't you, why aren't you happy for them? You know? Yeah, yeah exactly. It's that in, in usually it's that mindset that I've had, you've had everybody kind of starts with it. It's like the yep. scarcity. They're just like, oh man, they, they, they're winning. I'm not. That means if they win, that means I can't, that's not how it works. We can all win. You know what I'm saying? So everybody we're out. Peace out. Come to the next one. Peace. Peace.